recording hello welcome to the honest wargamer i'm your host rob and today and every monday i record the agency must stat center normally with my co-host owen jackson but he's away today in the albert hall that's right he's prepping for maybe the greatest age of sigma event of all time the age of sigma proms crossover I'm not sure it's happening but i think he's trying to uh make it happen monday is where i look at all the event results from around the world and i give my analysis and i'm joined by the twitch chat now my opinion is actually informed by stats later on uh, after this show uh, there'll be another show where i actually look at the the the, the actual information the stats uh, which have been put to together by rob and ziggy from the warhammer stats crew as well as the rest of the stats crew now that's uh, a pretty well formulated amount of information it's a bit like the metawatch article but we don't have any particular angle to push uh, and instead, as we've been doing stats for four years, uh, we look at the information. So when I do any talking about this, don't forget, I've obviously analysed uh, all the list results from, uh, the, well, all of Agency Mod 3, also all of Agency Mod 2. Um, and uh, uh, and there's stats backing up the information that's in my head, if that helps, uh, basically. Uh, so let's look, shall we? I'm joined by the Twitch chat. Twitch chat, your opportunity to say hi to everyone on YouTube and everyone on the podcast. If you're a podcast, please do stay hydrated. Uh, I love my Hydro homies and I hope you're well. Uh, hi, YouTube, love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm joined by great people like Cabbage in the chat. Um, uh, it's like Matt Watch Icon, but correct. Yeah, uh, the Twitch chat is fake too. Uh, there's also a rumor that we might be a CIA asset um, and everything that we do is made up. I'm not sure that's accurate, but let's find out. Yes, Lord Wilco, hello. Um, right fake news agreed uh so let's which event are we going to talk about first let's go and look at devon destruction i'm pretty excited about devon destruction um there was also meant to be a team event there was one team event this weekend it was meant to be oh no there are two team events there's one at bad moon cafe and another one we're going to talk about later um but the alliance open but there was also meant to be a team event that happened at warhammer world but they closed because they had a sewage pipe malfunction this did mean that some of the southern uh, chaps uh, did end up making it to a couple of different events uh reading uh, was also one that got made to now we don't have the information and results from reading so instead we're going to be talking about uh devon we will try to get that and maybe try and talk about it uh next week so devon destruction and i couldn't be happier to talk about my friend Matt Davies, or as we know, Matt Mallow. That's right, the 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 Sylvaneth King, Matt Mallow, going uh, 5-0 with his Keltnar um, in Crediton, UK. Uh, he was running Marathian, the Bow Snakes, and Gotrek in a one drop. Now he wasn't using like this. Like I'm not saying that this is. I mean, he's pushed. To, I'm not saying this is smooth brain. He has previously pushed some pretty complicated armies around we know that he's been playing luminath realm lords but he's been playing the stone guard version of luminath realm lords previously we've also seen him playing a bunch of sylvaneth so matt mallow the man of our hearts um uh, has taken out he's you know he's he's grabbed himself a top army and he's grabbed himself a top spot place and i got to re be really happy about matt mallow matt mallow's come from uh, playing loads of tts playing in his little local gaming group to playing pretty serious warhammer he's table bossed uh for the honest wargamer and the t-sports network a lot the man's put a lot of work in going to a lot of events he's a bit of a legend uh he's also a sweetheart he also for some reason stays up playing um uh writing path to glory articles quite consistently uh with his friends adam mark uh and he's just a treasure so uh, i'm really happy for him um going yeah he bossed the table the table boss is now the table boss 
is what I'm going to say. So uh, congratulations to him. Um, uh, and then Martin Clark with his Magikin also went 5-0. So Martin, congratulations to you. Great work. He was using Great and Clean One, who's the general, Sopty Bar Piper. I liked the order of his list. It was like Great and Clean One, who's the general. Pretty important to put the general at the top. Sopty Bar Piper, more important than Archeon. And then Archeon is also in that list. Then the Chaos Lord, Chaos Sorcerer Lord, and then he had 10, 20 and 210 of Playbearers. That's pretty crazy. The Archeon can run away, run around in Magikin and get some nice buffs. Run and charge is a pretty good one for Archeon, truthfully, um, because you can use the Feculent Nullmore to run and charge. Not forgetting all of the extra damage and healing that can be done. Healing Archeon a little bit more, which is quite nice. Um, uh, giving him plus one to wound on the wheel. Giving him extra movement on the wheel. Uh, pretty really good. And as we've seen, and the Chaos Lord obviously making them pile in and attack twice. Sorry, I should have said what Math Milo's list. Marathi makes the bow snake shoot twice. And Gotrek kills stuff. Apologies. I didn't touch on that. That's how it works. Just if you're new and you weren't sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, also, as Sheltog says, uh, it counts as a demon for Magnificent Wanderers, reducing Ren by one uh, in combat and wants to hit, uh, do mortals back. So you reduce Ren by one and then he wants to hit them, reduce mortals back. So fighting uh, Archeod is difficult anyway because he's so tanky, especially in a safe stacking meta, uh, but also making him be in Magnificent Wanderers. Uh, so reducing Ren by one actually helps with the safe stacking and also the mortal wounds that you take back for hitting them is really good. Obviously, we don't know what the new Nogal book is like, but from everything I've heard, um, uh, you all should go and buy a Glockkin as I understand it. Uh, now, wait, that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, uh, so congratulations to both Math Mallow and Martin. Um, uh, Devon Destruction also looked uh, really great. It was run by Curtain Games. I'm pretty certain the event was run by Curtain Games. Um, they had a really cool little setup where they live streamed uh, at the top table. Didn't do any commentary or something, uh, but you can go and find that on K-I-R-T-O-N Games if you want to go check it out. Uh, in the 4-1 bracket, I am happy to announce that my good friend Mark with his Thunder Lizard list. Mark was table bossing also at Six Nations. Um, I'm just saying, table bossing, I think, helps you be a better gamer. This is what the events from this week and weekend say. If you're not sure what table bosses are, when we do live coverage, table bosses pass the information uh, from the tables to us, the commentary team. Uh, however, the commentary team don't do well, uh, as you don't see Adam's name anywhere on this list. Uh, but Mark, I think... His first two-day event ever, right? His first two-day event ever with Thunder Lizard went 4-1, and he's got to be over the moon about that. We talked about it a lot in the car, on the car journey up, car journey down from Wales, uh, and I'm super happy for him. Um, uh, like, Mark was great. Yeah, Mark is great. He's just solid. He was running an Engine of the Gods, Slan, Skink Priest, two Stegodons, three Salamanders, Bastillodon. Now, Thunder Lizard feature a lot, both in this and in events all around the world. And I would argue that one of the reasons that we're seeing it is that damage that they play really nicely into two hot meta armies right now. Works really nicely into Iron Jaws, uh, where we're seeing pigs and brutes get damaged too from War Chanters. And also works really nicely into an existing threat in those Mega Gargants, where their damage gets reduced again by one from either damage two or damage three or down to damage one or damage two. It's pretty impressive, uh, that Thunder Lizard ability. And also, you've still got a lot of output. You've got the Bastillodon shooting twice. You've got Salamanders doing all the damage they're doing. Uh, Engine of the Gods has got some good summoning, healing, and mortal wound output as well, uh, as well as the um, uh, Slan doing mortal wounds. So uh, it's really impressive. The Stegodons have got a great shooting attack as well. Uh, so before you even get into a fight, you've got some really good output. Um, it's just really good. Uh, Sigfit, thank you for resubbing. Uh, 
sorry kids no christmas this year <laughs> uh thank you for resubscribing baby um uh, <laughs> uh i'm not sure if this uh mark was great even bought me okay um cia rob cooking the books again devon isn't a real place devon is a real place anyway uh but congratulations to mark he's a, such a nice person and this is his first event. I think he's also going to blackout as well. Uh, it's his first two-day event. Uh, going 4-1 is fantastic. I don't think you can ask for a nice person to be in the community. So uh, big congratulations to him. Steve Phillips also was running his Thunder Lizard. Uh, Steve, I'm not sure if I know you. I'm sorry. Uh, but he was running Engine Slam. And he was running one Stegodon, uh Chameleon Skinks, which was nice. And then he went for two Basties instead of one Bastie. Uh, he had, didn't have any, any Salamanders, but he did have the Celestine Prime. You see in that combination a lot in thunder lizard list at the minute because again i've talked about this before comets call from um uh, the slam so it's uh, mortal wounds on units all around the board you've got the realm shaper engine blowing up pieces of terrain stegodon's doing their uh, big range damage three shot from the sky street bows uh Bacillodon shooting uh 24 inches plus move six is it move six or move eight um so 32 inches and then the celestine prime dropping some aoe mortal wounds from a shooting attack rarely being used as a combat piece used as a mortal wound platform um so you just take a lot of damage at range uh and then the celestine prime can fight pretty nicely as well uh mike wilson uh with his keltnar uh daughters of kane marathi only 10 bow snakes i took that a note there uh two times 10 combat snakes life takers and shadow stonkers don't forget keltnar obviously allows you to have um uh, the snakes as battle line, which is quite cool, meaning you don't have to paint loads of witch elves, uh, which is, I mean, a bonus, to be honest. Um, uh, so, yeah, only tempo snakes, brave. Going for the best sports, I see. Mike Wilson's a real nice bloke. Uh, so, congratulations to him. Now, Pano, you might not have heard of Pano. If you're new, if you've been only got into Age of Sigmar in the past couple of years, um, then Pano won't mean much to you. But in early Age of Sigmar days, uh, Pano was running corn around, in, especially during early coverage days when I was working for Games Workshop. Uh, Pano would go to lots of Games Workshop events and I would get to cover a lot of his games, which was really exciting. He would always push corn around, which is wild to see him, even when they were terrible even when they were really terrible. So it's really exciting to see him do uh, super well with a Carriage and Overlords list. So Barrett Mornar, um, and he, but he did have Gotrek in the list. So I was like, okay, so he's still got some fighting dwarfs. Okay, that's fine. Um, uh, Mackie Mac, does the Prime start on the board? The Prime doesn't need to start on the board to do the shooting attack. You still drop the Prime down and do the shooting attack, right? Um, didn't Pano write a beast scales list uh, on his chest for an event once? He might have. He genuinely might have. He's a, an amazing human being. Uh, so, like, I'm super glad to see he's back playing Warhammer and with a new army as well. So, like, which is kind of exciting, right? Because, you know, when your friend returns and then they've got a new army, you're like, oh, you, you're back in. You're back in all the way, uh, which is super cool. Um, uh, uh, then he was running Gotrek. So, fight. He had the Ironclad, three gun haulers, 10 Thunderers, three times 10 Arcanaut Company, and Admiral and Navigator. Now, there isn't much to say, really. Uh, Gotrek goes and pushes onto an objective, uh, and the other units shoot and then try and push off. Uh, it's actually quite rare to see uh, Carriage and Overlords do so well at the moment uh, in the 4 1 bracket, so Panos should be super pleased. But you've got to say it's quite nice that Gotrek can plug and play into that army. Feels thematic, which is good, uh, and also pretty necessary uh, because they don't have a lot of combat punch in the army. And how else are you going to take primary objectives? um if you can't punch into the objective right um uh yes uh and so as jeffrey is saying in the chat my friend is also playing gotrek in ko as well to be honest i think that gotrek is their only answer against the monster meta and he's doing well exactly 
like it's kind of nice they've got those tool sets right uh the only thing i would think maybe you would ally in a prime but prime doesn't survive as well as gotrek uh so yeah um congratulations to pano and then finally wayne rendell uh with his iron sons my preferred sub faction uh for urk warclans uh two more crushers two war chanters a weird knob a mega boss two times five brutes and 10 times five odd boys uh now um quite interestingly there's a lot of conversation about gorgrunts at the minute and how effective they were me and nathan actually played a game last week where we played the mirror um so i ran the gorgrunters and he ran um uh he actually ran brutes and hard boys so he ran tens of brutes with some hard boy screens and that counter charge against screens into pigs is really nice really nice so the brutes into pigs mirror works really nicely because the pigs can only hit the screens and then uh you counter charge in your in their turn with the brutes and the brutes will just slap everything down so i really really enjoyed that that was really really good um uh, and if there are points changes to uh pigs i don't think that that changes the army and in fact i think it actually works quite nicely for the army because they've got another build in kind of a an a counter alpha charge um brutes list which is really nice um i know that's the rumor but we'll see. So congratulations to Wayne. Uh, so that's everything from Devon Destruction. Uh, Northern Invasion was held in Scotland, had 36 players. And uh, Liam Watt was running a Lithia Lumeth Realm Lords list. He had tech lists, and then he had 30 Sentinels. And in case that wasn't enough, he took an additional 20 Sentinels. Um, there were some other stuff in the list, but I just didn't, I just didn't write it down. Uh, so congratulations to Liam. How the list works. Tech lists does a five-up uh, bubble of uh, a ward safe um also does a spell uh doing mortal wounds and then uh, he probably does lambent light uh and then shoots 30 sentinels and then follows up by torch shooting 20 sentinels and then i'm sure he does some stand and shoot at some point as well um because if you charge you can stand and shoot uh there we go uh so good work to off congratulations to liam uh <laughs> right uh in a 4-1 bracket uh you got adam turner with his taker tribe he was running two krakens one gate breaker and a war stomper in a double bosses of the stomp battalion uh making it a one drop and he had uh an amulet of destiny and i think uh, he had something like i didn't even check like whatever uh lee martin but congratulations to adam well done uh lee martin with his calibron list was running uh, two blood rat medusas no marathi so don't forget calibron you're going to have the teleport really important um then he was running uh the list we saw piotr run from poland which was 15 blood stalkers 10 blood stalkers and then four times five msu multiple small units blood stalkers right um uh and then he had a unit of heart renders and a unit of shadow stalkers or as we call them shadow stonkers uh so i mean we've seen this play really nicely it's not quite as um in my opinion alpha but i guess really the conversation is marathi some people don't like marathi in their list i think it's pretty important to have marathi in the list but some people don't and instead you can for marathi you can actually get just as many bow shots as her commandability produces so why not just have more bow snakes I guess overall because you normally lose a late game uh, and then you've got a bit more board control a bit more board presence i still think i like the combat punch that you get with marathi uh in addition but i think this is also a viable way to take the list as well probably more fun and engaging for you to play big shout out to can hammer tv in the chat what is up uh so super excited um uh to see you in the chat darren by the way is fantastic um 
I don't think you should congratulate people. <laughs> I'm always going to congratulate people, Benjamin. That's what I have. Uh, I hope you're well, Darren. Can we get some love for him in the chat? Uh, then James Chalmers uh, with his Taker Tribe. He was again. Uh, so he was. He didn't run a double boss at the stomp. Instead, he ran a Kraken Eater, a Gatebreaker, a War Stomper, then three times one Man Crushers. Now, normally, almost always at the moment, we're seeing four bigs. Uh, so this is a different take. You could say wildly different. <laughs> Okay, so gargants work like this. You have four mega gargants with the uh, with the artifact loadout. So it's Amulet of Destiny on um, the Gatebreaker. One of them has the Arcane Tome. That's normally the other Gatebreaker. Then uh, the War Stomper or the Kraken Eater has like the sandals or whatever it is. Uh, so then really different, really different is you have a different uh, artifact loadout. Wildly different is you don't take four mega gargants. And you have three times one man crushers. So James Chalmers is in the wildly different category of Mega Gargan play. And then Chris Carroll was running a Vrykos list, um, uh, which was cool going in the 4 1 bracket. I've said this before, uh, I really like the 4 1 um, uh, um, Soulblight Gravelords lists. Uh, I think that the 5 0 variant um, is Greg's list. So Greg, Greg, Greg uh, from Team Wales, which is Vengori Lord Nagash Manfred. I think that's the better more competitive 5-0 list. Um, but I think the more fun 4-1 variant is what you've seen Chris push around, which is Vampire and Zombie Dragon, Manfred, Radikar. You could have Belladama. You could have not have Belladama. Um, you could drop Velos, go, do Vordry. You've got like a bunch of options, right? Uh, then you've got 10 Direwolves and then you've got 2 times 20 Graveguard. Um, those Graveguard are just going to do some absolutely amazing work. So you, you've got like four threats in the list is quite nice right you've got none of which to like pass the dps check on a gargan but they're still really fun vampire lawns on dragon decent output uh manfred decent output and the two times 20 graveguard decent output so you've got it's a really nice different list where you've got lots of threats on the board and can play into a lot of different armies quite nicely um uh so yeah uh I, but i'm I, i'm a big fan yeah 45 blood stalkers absolutely um uh so yeah great work great it looked like a really great event northern invasion as well i really like to get up there to some point uh the scottish meta is super fun everyone in scotland is really nice the scottish team that i met at six stations super cool to hang out with um so uh, i'd like to see more like i know it's pretty far but like i'd like to get up there well, it's not pretty far i've literally been to fucking australia like i'd like to get up there is what i'm saying um uh, and it like and they hold regular events and it just looks like a really fun community to be a part of um so congratulations to them uh did i see the controversy no i did not uh why do we never see the standard lords on foot that plus one attack is great for the points uh well, i don't know what stigby are you talking about the vampire lord on foot it's just because you might as well take more units i think um isn't scotland like an hour driveway i don't think so uh, right, Game Night AOS GT, which was held in London, Ontario, uh, had 25 players. Uh, and in the 5-0 bracket was Yuri, and I'm sorry about what I say next, Sishinava. Sikinava? Sichinava. Sikinava. Yuri Sikinava with a Breaker Tribe list. He had two Gatebreakers, he had two War Stompers. Everything I said with Gargants previously applies to this. Big shout out to Yuri. Uh, I still think you have to play those Gargant lists. I think you do. I think... Um, especially with the field. The field was pretty good at this event, actually. Uh, you had a, a bunch of players um, who were in the Canadian team or gonna uh, might, most likely to be in the Canadian team. Um, so it's a pretty solid, well-practiced meta, um, and it would be fun to see uh, them. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're still boring, 
of course. But Yuri should be super happy with himself, and, and congratulations to him. And then, ooh, sorry about that. Uh, in the 4-1 bracket, you had Rich Hanna and Jordan Duncan and Patrick Allen. Uh, Rich Hanna was running a Thunder Lizard list with an Engine Slant Skink Priest Starseer, two Stegodons, two Salamanders, a Basilian and Chameleon Skinks, which I think I definitely spelled wrong. Um, everything I said previously about Mark's list and the other Thunder Lizard lists apply to this list. Uh, the Stegodons with the shots, Salamanders with the shots, both of them fight quite nicely. We're going to do a show tonight on hybrid, li uh, hybrid units, so uh, do tune into the Monday night show about that. Jordan Duncan... Uh, oh, wait, and then Chameleon Skinks. Chameleon Skinks is a nice little pick, especially because it's the alternate version of taking the Prime. Uh, so the Celestin Prime, right? So you've got the Engine and the Slan. Uh, sorry, you've got the Slan and the Realm Shaper doing those Mortal Wounds at range, and Chameleon Skinks just popping off that character early. Um, <laughs> Jordan Duncan. I'm really happy Jordan Duncan was running this list because I think he's basically given us cookie-cutter... Um, <laughs> Tristan, stop. Stop, please, Tristan. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is because Tristan being offense, offended at the uh, matter. Um, uh, <laughs> right, so uh, Jordan doing a really good job of giving us the cookie cutter. Uh, and I've said this on the show a lot. I did this during the Stormcast review. Jeez, like, this is going to be cookie cutter uh, Warhammer, in my opinion right um and what i mean by this is and also not like you aren't going to see much change unless war scrolls get changed in the stormcast book or points wildly differ i don't think you're going to see a lot of change from from this book uh and this lord relictor Gardas, another lord relictor two times five vin oh no there's no a to quote age of something there's no a vindictors ignore how i wrote it four times five vindictors yeah four formulators six long strikes and a unit of aether wings the aether wings make it so you can't charge the long strikes for a turn uh and you get some standard shoot um uh aos <laughs> Uh, Vandicators, yeah. <laughs> Vondectors. Uh, there are a bunch of Vondectors. But again, the list. A Lord Relictor, Gardas. Lord Relictor, four times five Vandicators, four Formulators, and six Long Strikes. The Long Strikes can shoot twice, which is pretty horrific. Turn one. Yeah, to take that. Rob, we may not do it. Rob, we may not do it. Turn one. Maybe you won't. You probably will. Um, and it, the effect, it, like, it's just, you should just take shooting twice, or even fight twice out of the game, in my opinion, but whatever. Um, outrageous. The four Formulators are really great in a fight. Those Vindicators are really good, and of course, you've got the most reliable, re-rollable save. He also took a Lord Relator with the Arcane Tome, making him a wizard, and he took Celestial Blades, which is a plus one to wound uh, buff as well, which works really nicely on the Formulators, uh, so that with all that attack, they go to twos and twos, rend one, damage three, with five attacks each. 20 attacks that are damage three, um, is all I can say. Uh, Vindictors, Rob. I know it's Vindictus Vandactus. Uh, anyway, and then Patrick Allen with his Breaker Tribe. So, uh, John Duncan, congratulations on doing well. But also, thanks for just writing the cookie cut list, which I'm sure you can watch on his YouTube channel, The Season of War, if you want to go check it out. They do really great bat reps, um, him, Ridge, and the other guys. So you should go check it out. But it's also really nice that that's written now so that whenever anyone asks me a question, I can just send them that list. Uh, or you can, I guess, take some Annihilators. And then Patrick Allen, 
uh, with the break. Like, how do I feel about the fact that that's not going to change ever? Like, I mean, you can also take some dragons, I guess. Um, but who cares? Like, they're Stormcast. <laughs> uh, like, uh, um, did he really play two relictors? Yeah, yeah. He took one. So he took one uh, with the rerollable prayer. And then one that's a wizard with Celestial Blades, which I think is actually a really smart play. Um, and then Patrick Allen with his Breaker Tribe ran two Gatebreakers, two War Stompers. I'm sure he had some artifacts, but also congratulations to Patrick. Well done uh, on pushing uh, those Gargants around. Uh, and then uh, the Alliance Open, uh, which was in the Netherlands. Now, this is an event I actually got invited to, and then I was such a dick and didn't reply to the, the TOs on time. Uh, so my apologies to them. Um, it looked like an amazing event, though. Um, and I would like to make it over there one year because, um, as I understand it, I know Benjamin's in the chat and a bunch of other guys have been over to the Alliance Open events previously and they say it's some of uh, the best uh, events they've ever been to, uh, which I think is really great. So, And I know they're working really, really hard. Um, uh, but then, uh, so they were running four-man team event. There were 12 teams in attendance, and it was won by the Turtles, who were running uh, Sons of Behemoth Taker Tribe list, Illumineth Realm Lords of Sire, a War Clans uh, list with Iron Sons, and a Daughters of Cain Calibron list. So I can assume that was four Mega Gargants, 30 Sentinels, neither Techless and the Wind Spirits. War Clans was Pigs and uh, um, uh, Crusher, maybe two, maybe one. And then the Calibron was Daughters of Cain and the, uh, well, sorry, Marathi and the Bow Snakes. Uh, so that was the lights open. There was another event this weekend, but I didn't get all of the information. They didn't use an app, so I wasn't able to uh, grab it. Um, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so congratulations. That looked like a great event. That looked like a really great event. I would like to go to that event one day. Uh, really would. Okay, so um, what do I uh think of the meta this week uh it's nice to see the iron jaws and um uh, the stormcast making some appearances in there uh we haven't yet obviously done the uh deep dive of the actual stats so that's coming next or later uh so i'll, I'll use that to to finalize my thoughts i think uh long term but i guess most of the lists have been solved right I guess most of the lists have been worked out. There are some variations, some twists. And I guess real, the the, there's two conversations to have about a meta, I guess. It's a conversation of external and internal parity. And what I mean by that is, is actually, I think the external parity, which has always been the thing that's been a biggest problem for me, is like, well, we'll see what the stats say. But I would say it feels like it's fairly close, right? And that means that like everything between... 40 to 60 percent we really want 45 to 55 percent is probably in there there's not just a top army there's several top armies um which is a pretty diverse matter truth be told and there's also a lot of armies that comfortably fit into the 4-1 bracket which is pretty nice as well however the internal parity uh is pretty whack truthfully so yes we know what the Lumineth uh, list looks like. It's either the Fox or the Techless version of 30 Sentinels. Yes, we know what the Daughters of Cain list like. It's either Marathi and the Bow Snakes or it's more Bow Snakes um, is those two lists. Yes, we know obviously what the Gargant... I mean, the Gargant's book's unique, right? Because it's his own problem. Um, uh, we're starting to know what the Iron Jaws lists kind of look like. But again, it's a pretty small roster, truth be told. Um, 
So actually, that's a very small roster. So I don't think that really fits into the conversation wholesale. I think really what I'd like to see... Um, uh, <laughs> uh, what I would really like to see, I think, is more effort by uh, the game designers to make the internal parity better. So, like, what is wrong with um, Dawn Riders, let's say? Um, or a, a good example would be OCR Bone Reapers. We know Owen's been doing really, really well uh, with Nagash in, in OCR Bone Reapers, um, using Hand of Dust and using Mortec Guard and, uh, and all of that stuff. Um, but why don't we ever see Arkai? Why don't we ever see a Mortis Guard? You know, there were just, you know, we did the tier show already with uh, Cities of Sigmar, and there were just a lot of War Scrolls that are just a bit trashy. So, uh, I, obviously, I'd like to see everything moved around a little bit, and I think we've heard that some of those changes are going to happen in the FAQ. So, I'm actually pretty excited about that. But I would also really, really like to see the internal parity worked on a lot more. Not just dealing with problem units, but lifting some units up that definitely suck. Because that would be really great, I think, for the game. Uh, I was going to see what the chat thinks about it now. Um, but Rob, factions uh, with good internal balance don't get uh, to run first place in tournaments. I don't think that's necessarily... Um, I think I don't think that's true. I think that... Well, maybe it is true, but I think you can still bring some stuff up. Maybe you can bring some stuff up, right? Uh yeah, uh, Dawn Riders are great into begin for unit units of infantry, but we're not seeing that at the moment. That's super true. That's super true. Um, uh, but they're just too good. Yeah, like the problem is, is that like uh, the FAQ is meant to be out in December. Um, so like this, what my point is, is that there's going to be, I think, a lot of conversation about where the meta sits, and I think a lot of the conversation will be that it's boring. And I would think that that seems generally fairly fair because you know, like this very few twists unless like bill Sousa's playing a list right there's very, very few uh twists of what's happening and i know i'm ignoring the nighthawk meta of last week how dare i uh but i i think that it's quite nice that some of those lists are worked out at a team's level but for maybe the average viewer or people just trying to enjoy the game wholesale it maybe feels a bit bland um and i would there are some problem units which makes a whole bunch of other units not really work sentinels are probably the worst one or the worst offenders for that in my opinion but the alpha strike pigs thing is going to be a big deal and long strikes are also an issue as well so um i recognize that those, those criticisms of where the meta's at at the moment i think that's fair i really do um, but I also think it's actually, having done this now for four years, it's pretty diverse. Uh, but I would like to see the internal parity of lists change pretty significantly, I think. Um, uh, I did not talk about the Butcher's Tribe 2 team event, but I'd love to at some point if you send me the information. Um, I think we just start going uh, with the general rules for other games that have been banned and restricted units. I don't think we're at that yet. Let's wait to see what the FAQ does. Okay, I'm pretty certain the FAQ is going to change Sentinels. That's what I'm hoping, right? This is their opportunity. This is, don't forget, we didn't have a winter FAQ last year. If you guys are new, you didn't join us before, you didn't know, they didn't do an inter a winter FAQ last year, and there were some significant problems with the games last year, right? Significant problems with the game. And they needed some, some problem units needed addressing. They didn't do it at all. So this year is their opportunity to really impress us that they care about the game state at a competitive level and again just to re-quote because it's important that we do it the better the competitive game is the better the casual game is that's that's how that works um so there we go news on the faq date is meant to be december i've said um 
<laughs> uh, yeah, the Dutch Open is one of the top three events I've been to, says Benjamin in the chat. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, it's one arm. Um, uh, that's Macabre. He's hoping that the FAQ proves positive for Solbright Gravelords. I think Solbright Gravelords are in a great place. I wouldn't... I mean, if you got some buffs to SBGL, you'd just be... You'd be laughing. You really would. Um, I really would. Um... Uh, I'm okay with monster meta until next summer, but lower tier armies need to be allowed to play this meta too. Honke, I agree, but I have heard that we've got changes coming to uh, Beast of Chaos as well. So uh, again, I'm hopeful because I think hope is good. But the state of the game right now, it's been worked out. But you still have to play. I mean, how many times? Let's say you're running around with your Marath in the bow stakes. How many times have you played against all those meta lists? Probably not that many. It that's the really great thing like we talk about like uh it being samey but you play a lot of you like those games aren't very iterative like iterative sorry we don't play lots of reps at all really like an event of the weekend you play five games you might not play the same faction five times right uh one note is we haven't seen a lot of zinch lists in a lot of these event results recently which is quite interesting um uh the balance is 3.0 is way better than 2.0 in my opinion me too uh but that doesn't mean just because it's better doesn't mean it can't be better and that's what i would like to say um i would like to see more and more and more um uh changes that brings up the units that aren't as good and uh take um some of those drops down uh big shout out to lady lilink first time in the chat monster meta laughs in nighthorn sure sure and liquid steel soul blight feel really right nice right now uh yeah they're in a good place and thanks for being a first time viewer that's super good um leads in the first prince to hard count to the current meta that's a great point as well dave thank you the other the point is that there are some pretty like they're pretty like dominant armies which don't have a lot of play we'll look at those in the stats later but leads into the first prince are really nice into a lot of the meta pick armies for making them fail battle tactics which is quite cool um but there are still some armies gets nighthaunt uh silvernet to a degree um uh beast of chaos all which needs some significant changes and i would love to see that from an faq coming up uh nerg will get a new book soon so uh, we're going to wait to find out what happens with that. So Nurgle now in my, I'm not really commentating on Nurgle or commenting on Nurgle right now until we know what the new book starts to look like. Um, my biggest hope as an Iron Jaws player is that they don't overcorrect. Uh, yes, we are the best melee army right now, but we don't take many points. Oh, I don't. Maybe you're the best melee army right now. Maybe. Um, survivability is an issue, and if someone's got a good enough screen that they can punch at from behind. Hey, like, listen, if we get all of if let sentinels go away wardens still slap really hard i just need you to know that like wardens slap super hard and people aren't going to be too stressed about taking a lot of wardens um uh and lost ogle thanks for resubbing for the oh, oh not resubbing first time sub thanks lost ogle and also another first time chatter ash and tom who love salamanders i assume you do ash and tom uh big love to you i expect uh I wouldn't expect much love in the FAQ for Gloomspire. I would hope so to see some. That would be really good. Um, uh, if someone is running these of the first prints, they deserve to beat my ass for painting those models and chasing down those rules. <laughs> That's also true. It's really tough. Um, uh, they dump models. That's true. And also, we haven't seen the production meta still in effect, right? Jeffrey in the chat is talking about zombies. We haven't seen a lot of zombies produced at the moment, which is fun. We haven't seen as many long strikes in the game as we're going to see next year 
we, unless the FAQ changes long strikes, we are going to be flooded, uh, flooded with long strikes, um, and uh, they're going to be all over the place. We also still haven't seen the effect of the dragons on the meta as well. So there's still a lot of things to shake up what we're going to see uh, over the next. And ultimately, it's like pretty fun. Uh, okay, thanks for tuning into the Sat Center. Uh, I'm your host Rob. I'll be joined by Owen again next week, I'm sure. Um, you can find the more detailed stats breakdown at some point uh, on YouTube and the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for uh, staying hydrated and leaving comments. If you haven't le left comments uh, and liked it and donated some cash, then damn you. Damn you to hell. Um, and thanks to everyone on the Oswego Game Patreon. If it wasn't for you, couldn't do this uh, full-time. Uh, so thanks for being a legend. Uh, don't forget, we have an app as well. You can go back and watch the app. I'll include it in the show notes uh, for tracking your games. It's only on Android at the minute, but I'm sure at some point we're going to get it on iOS and stuff as well. It's all free, by the way, uh, as is this. Thanks for tuning. You're great. See you soon.